0: you get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. You should seek medical attention prior to engaging in any type of anal play because something isn't right. Like it shouldn't hurt to take a shit. Right. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you're not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to and you can come back and visit us. When you are 18, this podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle and I'd love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. Hey everyone, join me on my journey from living a 100% vanilla life to tiptoeing into a whole new world I never knew existed, exploring a life that puts a whole new spin on sex and its meaning to me, from to devices and holding, to my experiences and the lifestyle, in. I have met some amazing people and had some crazy experiences and learned a lot about myself along the way. Welcome to Christine's FLR Podcast. Welcome back. We're going to do, and by we, I mean me and my E.
1: Hey, how's how's it going?
0: You look sexy today. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Oh, are you going to blush? A little bashful. We're going to do a deep dive on pegging. A listener sent me a podcast from... 2019, there was an episode about pegging or it was more, it wasn't really about pegging. It was about anal play in general, but it was with the top anal surgeon in the world. Yes. Um, I will link his Instagram below if anybody is interested Mm -hmm. or I will link it in the show notes. And if you want to look before that happens, which I guess this will drop and, you know, whatever. But his name Mm -hmm. is Dr. Evan Goldstein. Mm Mm-hmm. And he also manufactures or invented or created, however you want to say it, a douche, I believe. And a, I think he also worked on a lube. Now,
1: There's several products that is part of, I think it's called the future method.
0: Yes. And I will get into more about why that product is good. I mean, he's the top anal surgeon in the world.
1: So he would know.
0: Yes. But first, let's do some... Housekeeping. Mm, welcome back. Yeah. Housekeeping. At the request of my ladies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The first housekeeping issue the next women's group will be March 9th, provided I have good internet connection
1: because
0: oh because we will be in las vegas yes at podcast movement Mm -hmm. um it is another podcasting convention we're interested to see how it compares to Podfest
1: that is the sentence right there isn't it
0: though we will not be comparing (laughs) it it's just a different podcast Mm -hmm. convention Mm -hmm. and we are interested in seeing if we can learn anything more or different tips or
1: tricks mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. We will give it a fair shake. However, Podfest yeah. has set a pretty fucking high bar. So agreed. It is
0: very Podfest was a great experience, and yeah. we really enjoyed it. And we also really enjoyed the time that we got to spend with the accidental swingers. Mm-hmm.
1: It was great. Yes. So getting back to your your ladies group. Oh yes. If, Thank if, you. Right. If we, and I assume we'll have good Wi-Fi.
0: Well, there's another glitch in that a little bit. Um, it seems as though possibly my daughter and her boyfriend may be coming and he, I would like to keep my podcast not right. available to him just because.
1: I can sequester them. Yeah. I'll take them to eat or something.
0: Yeah. You we'll, can take them out of the room yeah. and I'll do it
1: in the room. We'll be fine. So
0: the internet connection, which I don't suspect will be an issue. Nope. So it will be. 7 Mm p.m., like normal. So that is my plan, and I will keep everyone updated in my Patreon. Mm -hmm. And on a personal note, uh, this last Monday, I lost my Mm ex-mother-in-law. So this would be my ex-husband's mother. I just want to clarify that. You know, my kids were there when she passed away. My two older kids, my youngest, was not. Everybody seems to be handling it pretty well. I don't do well with grief, and really, she is the closest person to me. I mean, my grandpa passed away. I don't really have a close relationship with my family, per se. It's really just you and me and our kids.
1: And my mom, who is still around, who also has dementia. Yes,
0: and I think that's part of the reason maybe, you know, it was kind of like, oh, fuck, is this what we have in store for us? Yes. I'm terrified to watch you go through that. and I I don't want to go through that. and
1: Not looking forward to it, but it's part of... Uh, part of life. And yeah. we just address each thing as it comes.
0: Yeah. So on that note, we can move on to something happier. Anal play. <laughs> yes. Let's talk anal play. I do have one more housekeeping issue. Oh, yeah, sorry. I mean, it's real weird to talk about my either of my mother's. There's no transition
1: for that. <laughs> there really there is, is no segue.
0: I had mentioned a couple podcasts ago, I think, or maybe it was my last one. I have recently signed up to be an ambassador for Owl mm-hmm. O W W L L, I believe it is. Right, and you, it's like a dollar to talk to me for ten minutes or whatever. I'm still kind of working out how that all works. Um, I have not. I'm not sure how it works for you. I guess is what my biggest thing is. Is I'm trying to figure out: is it a real pain if somebody wants to get the app, sign up, and
1: yeah. So you you download the app on Android and iOS, I mm-hmm. believe. Yep. And you do all the sign-up things like mm-hmm. you normally do or whatever. And then it's a it's a bit of a time before you are approved, which is kind of nice because it kind of vets mm-hmm. who's on there. It's not some, some you know, bot or mm-hmm. something. You know, it's an actual, it, you know, that you're an actual person and you have a, a phone number. So that, you know, you don't have any trouble going on in the app. Yeah. You, you don't necessarily you know, jump on and you can do things right away. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a vetting process, which is kind of, kind of nice.
0: Yeah. I think it is quite smooth. I really Mm -hmm. enjoy it. Um, I've taken one phone call so far um, since I've had it, but I also haven't gone live because I'm still kind of working on how I, how I do that. And this Mm -hmm. last week was a little crazy, but I also know that you can request for me to go live. If somebody wants to talk, you know, or whatever has just a question or you just, you know, whatever you can do, you can do a request for me to go live and then I can go live and you can call.
1: Which I think that's how your first it call was. came in. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because I hadn't really spent any time in the app. The thing I do like about this is I met the creator of the app at PodFest mm-hmm. and seems like a great guy. Yeah. And uh, I think he's created something good. Okay. Let's dive in, oh. shall we?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When we were in Florida, we had done a brief discussion about pegging and I said I wanted to do more of a deep dive. Yeah,
1: we we touched on it. <laughs> so punny. Mm-hmm.
0: Listener sent me an email
1: mm-hmm.
0: and said, this is a great episode. You should check this out. Mm-hmm. This doctor has some great tips on safe anal play. Right. Now, this doctor is, he's gay. He originally started out as a heart surgeon mm-hmm. and realized that he had a passion to do something more in his community and I had no idea there are so many things involved with anal play for one to do it safely or the fact that there's a need for an anal surgeon but there
1: really is. Yes, absolutely.
0: I mean, it's quite fascinating actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, and on that note, need to there were some things that they were talking about that I didn't know what they were. So, and it wasn't <laughs> explained. I want to preface this entire episode by saying this, that this episode that I, this podcast that I listened to was recorded in 2019. Mm -hmm. And while they did touch a tiny bit on pegging, Mm -hmm. it was more just about anal play in general. Right. Not gender specific. And I would suspect, I mean, 2019 to 2023, things have changed. right? But I think that this information is probably pretty... Evergreen. I think this is, why, yes. you know what I mean. This doesn't really change much. So right,
1: right. and there are some things that I like. Wow, I didn't even think of that. Didn't know that. Okay, and most people wouldn't have thought of some of the things that he brought up. Okay, so let's see here.
0: I have notes that I took while I was listening. Here's one thing that I did not know men did, or that was a practice that was done is uh, they use Botox. This doctor specifically will inject yeah. Botox yeah. and like a lot of Botox yeah. to relax the muscles in the sphincter. Right. Now there's medical reasons for this. There's, I, Did you know that people, did you hear this? Because we listened to this together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The uh, scrotox, people will put Botox in their testicles.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't, I mean.
1: I suppose if, if you're in a certain industry. You might want to do something like that. It's because it's about the visual, I suppose. But I don't know that the average person would do something like that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, people do a lot of things cosmetically that I have no idea. I don't know that is there a medical reason that you would need to have Botox in your Uh, testicles? I
1: don't I don't know. And I can't speak on that.
0: So I'm not a doctor.
1: (laughs) Sorry to disappoint you.
0: This whole time. I feel so betrayed. Okay, the sphincter muscle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Interestingly enough, there are three pucker holes in your anus. Mm-hmm. The second one is like two very strong muscles combined yes. and is up a ways. Yes. Another interesting fact that I learned is like the top and bottom of your butthole, the skin is much thinner. And he had mentioned that you it can't hold stitches. Just the sides can hold stitches. Right. So I think that's interesting. Um, There are also people who have cosmetic surgery to make their butthole appear or their anus. I don't know. I mean, butthole is just way more fun to say, but I can use (laughs) anus if that's... Mm -hmm. To make it more visually appealing, which is interesting because symmetry Mm -hmm. is something that our brain just kind of takes over if something isn't symmetrical it sticks out right where
1: if you have something on one side and it's not on the other side right your, your brain's like what the hell is this going on
0: right so like the reference they used was if you had a zit on your left cheek you would notice it immediately but right. if you had a zit on your right cheek it's symmetrical it's in right. the same place you know
1: your eye isn't drawn to it apparently
0: okay so i mean i will get into
1: C- caveat though i think that if if I saw a pimple on your butt cheek, mm-hmm. and there was a matching one on the other butt cheek, I would say, "Oh, that's kind of symmetrical. That's cool." Mm-hmm. Like I'm drawn to symmetry. Mm-hmm. So
0: as as people are, yeah. I mean, you don't. I think maybe it was more of you don't notice that something is out of place.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Or it doesn't look off. If the symmetry is off, you. I think your brain automatically is like, "Is something wrong?" Right. I also. Uh, I don't. I guess I don't know how really to get into this. (laughs) I mean, everything is just going to be funny with this one. Again, a majority of this episode was regarding just anal play in general, Mm -hmm. not necessarily pegging. Mm -hmm.
1: Which is anal play. Yeah. So,
0: But I would assume anal sex, they were more going around having human anatomy inside of your asshole.
1: Right. You know
0: what I mean? Right. And I mean, pegging can still be human penis or, you know, however. But um, another thing that was said is that anal sex should not be painful. Discomfort and pain are different.
1: Yes. And he was saying that discomfort is that you have moved masses out of that Hole, mm-hmm. but you've not moved masses into that hole, which is a, whole, a completely different, a, a whole, whole different, different, a completely different sensation. Yes. So it may be uncomfortable. If it is painful, that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. So if something is painful, stop.
0: He also you said know? if you're having problems with bowel movements, if you're having pain or mm-hmm. discomfort, and I don't know if he said discomfort. If you're having pain with your bowel movements, you should seek medical attention. Yeah. Prior to engaging in any type of anal play, right? Because something right. isn't right. Like it shouldn't hurt to take a shit.
1: Right. So I mean, in essence, this this is we're really paraphrasing a lot of stuff that he said. Yeah, this Just, is not. Y- you know, word if for you word. want it, if you want a deeper dive. <laughs> Or, like, to get it word for word, Mm -hmm. we will give you the information to go do that research yourself. Mm -hmm. But we wanted to kind of summarize um, what what we heard on that podcast because there's just a mind-blowing amount of, Mm -hmm. of, you know, valuable information just in that one little episode.
0: Yep. Preparation is another thing when talking about anal play. Uh, I think there are people who will do douches Mm -hmm. or, you know... However, else have their supplements you can take things like that. So the interesting right. takeaway that I took from him again, this is not word for word. Uh, if you're having regular bowel movements or having normal bowel movements. I mean, if you just have a bowel movement, there's really no need to prepare because anything else that is left in there is probably beyond the reach of penetration.
1: Right. That's a great point that he made is mm-hmm. you're only getting in so far. Now, depending on what you're using as the dildo, mm-hmm. in essence, mm-hmm. you know, if it's, you know, six inch, you're only going in six inches mm-hmm. or less or eight inch, eight inches or yep. less. Right. Yep. Um, You don't have to your your entire digestive system doesn't necessarily need to be cleaned out before mm-hmm. now people that do this often in a certain industry
0: or even just if they're in a relationship where or it occurs yeah, on yeah, the yeah.
1: regular yeah or like on the regular often mm-hmm. or whatever uh they they kind of have a lifestyle that That lends itself to what Mm -hmm. they do. Like they know that they're going to have anal sex on a certain day or within a couple certain days. So they are preparing days ahead, Mm -hmm. you know, by things that they eat, things that they don't eat. Yeah.
0: You know, I see what you're saying now, specifically with being in the in the porn industry or whatever. Like she was talking about. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. So there's there's massive preparation you can do. Mm -hmm. You know, but again, this is a human function. Mm-hmm. Our bodies do this, mm-hmm. you know, so you can prepare all you want. Mm-hmm. Your body may have other ideas.
0: Well, and at the end of the day, I think that's what I always say. I mean, you're putting something in a hole that somebody poops out of. Mm-hmm. You 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 just kind of have to expect the unexpected. And I think that is a big fear that stops a lot of people yes. from anal play because yes. they're so worried being the receiver mm-hmm. or the giver. Mm-hmm. And I think for a long time, that was a fear of mine. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, he's going to get poop everywhere or whatever. And then the first time we did it, I'm like, well, that wasn't so bad. Mm-hmm. And I mean, listen, I've had kids and not to compare the two, but it's just poop.
1: And I would take <sighs> poop over puke. <laughs> Any damn day of the week. That's a personal preference, but <sighs> yes. But what we're trying to do is convey some of the information that we heard from him that will maybe help you as the listener mm-hmm. or viewer um, do this a little bit better. Yeah. So,
0: Or just make it...
1: or Or at least be more aware.
0: Yeah. Again, if you find something here that resonates with you or something that I say that you don't agree with or you think is wrong. Mm-hmm. I encourage you to go do your own research. Yes, I took notes, but I am only human and my brain is not always in tip top shape. Sometimes I'm a few crayons short of a full
1: box. So. Well, but in fairness, though, there was a lot going on for yeah. you to try to, you know, yeah. we probably should have paused for you to get in, your 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 notes in a better way if you wanted to but you know again a lot of this is paraphrasing
0: yeah i mean i I took away the information that i was interested in and Mm -hmm. who ever thought that i would be fascinated by how your asshole works i mean or an asshole in general
1: right uh, if you're going to engage in this, this is probably a topic you need to be more aware of.
0: Yeah. And I'm you know? also fucking fascinated with the human body and how it works and why it does things. Let me backtrack a little bit to you. Mm-hmm. were talking about things that you eat and supplements you can take. Uh, specifically on this podcast, they listed off some supplements like she did that she would take mm-hmm. um, prior to a scene that uh, she was performing or whatever. Mm-hmm. He did mention taking fiber regularly. Mm-hmm is important. And I think any doctor would tell you that whether you're going to engage in anal play or not. Right. Uh, again, talk to a doctor or a nutritionist on what that amount should be or, right, right. you know, the whatever.
1: Appropriate amount of fiber, like you yeah. don't want to load up on it. That could be damaging. Well, so. and,
0: yeah. And he did mention if you're regularly taking fiber, maybe a few days before you double up, or he mentioned something about if you're going to fly and you take fiber regularly, double up for a few days few days i don't remember exactly what he said but then by the time you get to your destination everything will be moving as it should because sometimes it's hard to poop in a new place i mean not for you but some (laughs) people struggle with that you know what i mean yeah and i don't know if that's specifically what he was referencing it could have been you know if you're traveling to see someone and you expect to engage in anal play with that person yeah 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 yeah. and then he talks about his brand future method Mm -hmm. now i also did not know this uh douching your asshole with water is not good bad it kills the cells yes in the lining right yep. was it in yep. the lining yep. of your anus which right. is very important and i did not quite fully understand this but he links the de- the destruction of that lining to a lot of stds and medical problems right with your anus. And I also didn't know this. I mean, I did, but I didn't. When you go in to be tested for STDs or STIs or however you, Mm -hmm. um, it's interesting that they only check the vagina or the genitals. They don't do anything with, I mean, you can get an STD in your mouth. You can get an STD in your ass. Yep. None of that is done. They just draw blood. They never really look at
1: the parts or,
0: I mean, I guess it depends, but I also found that interesting. I mean, maybe that's a little naive, naive of me to not know that. But Well,
1: it's things that, that you know, people don't think of. Mm-hmm. You know, what he was saying also is that your body produces good bacteria. And that lining that's on the inside of you mm-hmm. in that area is is good bacteria that should be hanging out there anyways to help the flow. And the water washes all that away.
0: So his douche, so he has a douche that he... Made, I believe, the future method.
1: Mm-hmm. This is what I and we don't necessarily endorse no. or or recommend necessarily, or yeah, no, I'm not we recommending anything. Yeah, I just don't know, so do your own research. It sounds like a good
0: deal. I mean, he's the top anal surgeon, he knows about he, asses, right, seems Like, he right, would maybe, right, you know, and he's also gay, so I mean, right. you know what I mean, so like, he's active, right? In it
1: and and he would use the thing, so yes, you know,
0: so his douche i believe does contain water but it's isotonic I, I don't know if i said that right but it doesn't irritate the cells in the ass water kills the cell because it takes away the takes the nutrients out of the cell and, and leaves then, it dead yeah and leaves yeah. it he said it It looks like a, you know essentially is a raisin yes and that can lead to stds right
1: so what he's using doesn't do that yes it goes around the cell. It like, protects the cell or something along those lines.
0: I also did not know that they make attachments for shower heads that you can put up your asshole to douche with. And tap water is terrible because, first yes. of all, what the fuck is in tap water? You never know.
1: Especially if you live in Ohio. Yeah. Uh so no tough. offense to the Ohio people, I'm talking about the train derailment. Yeah, yeah,
0: probably a good idea to state that <laughs> in case because listen, I live in a bubble. I didn't know anything about it until yeah. you told me.
1: Anyway, sorry. I have clearly, this had is not Christine's current events podcast. Mm.
0: That would tank. I don't know anything about current events. Okay, so the hose up the ass. One, you can overfill yourself. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I don't like things in my ass, but
1: so. I don't know if I heard this right. Well, because we were driving yeah, while we were listening to multitasking this and, and kind of multitasking. And I don't know that. OK, she referenced something about, you know, using the garden hose. Mm. That's like the, the oh. not like the garden hose. I'm talking about the shower attachment or whatever. That's yep. what they referred to it as using that. And then she knows when she's done because she starts to feel full.
0: Yeah, she said that she's done it enough that she knows when enough is enough. Right. But how do you get to that point? Did you have to overfill like,
1: yourself? I want to talk a minute about when you feel full. Like, is she filling up her like entire intestines with water? I don't know.
0: I didn't. Like, I mean, here's the thing. I kind of zone out on things that I know I would never do. <laughs> like, I would never put a hose up my ass. Yeah. I mean, I'm real sorry. That might make me gross, but... It seems like my body knows how to take care of the things that it takes care of. I'm also not engaging in anal play.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That is not off the table for me forever, but I'm not. I don't have any interest in it right now, nor have I really in the past. So, mm-hmm. I guess I just kind of
1: yeah checked and, out. Okay, so from my perspective, then that is something that I need to be like educated on aware mm-hmm. of right because that's i'm the receiver
0: well i would prefer you do not also i mean you will not be putting a hose up
1: your ass either no however i've used like the jet on the shower
0: yeah but that the shower head thing i don't think that goes up your asshole it's I mean, not
1: gone no, no no that specific that like the the stream of that has gone inside me mm-hmm. and it's washed things out oh yes
0: like in the shower
1: yes oh yes so clearly we were not showering together. No, not at that time. It's like experimental things like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm guilty. I like experiment with things and I figure try to figure things out. Mm-hmm. Right. Like what does this do? Right. Ooh,
0: Jesus, the water in our old house would have destroyed your asshole. I hope you didn't do that on the regular,
1: not on the regular. It's like, I don't know, a couple times. Hey, times, feeling frisky in the shower.
0: I'm here by myself. Let me spray some water at my asshole.
1: I mean, so the water jet shower on the outside of the asshole. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, Anyways, moving on from that. So I've felt that inside me. Mm-hmm. Right. So I can kind of identify with what she was saying. But, you know, the, the way she said it, the host of this podcast, the way she said it, like the visual that I got is that she was like she felt full in her stomach, like. She filled, like, her entire abdomen with, <laughs> with I like, would, that can't be right.
0: I would guess not. And that's interesting, too, because he says when you're douching, people over-douche. Mm-hmm. So, like, less is more when douching. He said, like, 50 milliliters, like, three times.
1: Right. So, on that. I'm trying to figure out how to convey, what does 50 milliliters look like? Right? What did because he say? Like, I don't like,
0: remember. Right,
1: so, the, okay. So there's a picture because we went to, or I went to, onto his Instagram that sure. showed uh like a little short ad for, you know, what it was and his little douche ball or whatever. And it's about the size of a baseball, mm-hmm. like give or take, I'm not sure. saying exactly, but it, that's what it looked like to me, like a baseball Or like uh, maybe a racquetball or Mm -hmm. somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Something. It's not a softball, if you know the size of a softball Mm -hmm. or uh, like not like a grapefruit. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not that it's smaller, like an orange or even like what are they? The cuties, the little oranges. You know, it's it's somewhere in that neighborhood. Mm
0: -hmm. On that note as well. I mean the douching part. I I would really investigate because you don't want to fuck with that lining in your asshole.
1: Right. Also, so it's important. Don't use tap water or anything like that. Also, don't use some of the douches that are available because they also are damaging. Yeah. I think there's. He explained it. There's like you know waters way on one side, douches are way on the other side. Mm-hmm. Now you know again we're not we're not endorsing his product, but it sounds like the right thing to do. His product is somewhere in the middle Mm -hmm. where it has the properties of both and, you know, it doesn't do the damage.
0: And I mean, for us personally, I don't want you to douche. I'm totally fine. I, we do not, you do not create a mess when we, and you tell me like, listen, I'm feeling a little full, probably not a good day to
1: participate in this or. I kind of know what, might be coming out the other end at any given time, so.
0: I and it doesn't bother me. So yeah. if that's the case, why not just leave your good bacteria alone?
1: Right. So <laughs> the less is more. Yeah, right? and
0: that's just for us personally. Yes. I don't have any desire yeah. to have you douche your ass yep. so that I can put something in it. Right. At all. And so, on that same note, I have no desire. I mean, fuck it. If you're gonna put your dick in my ass, you're gonna get poop. If I mean,
1: right and and you can be kind of conscious about this like you as a couple if you're planning on doing some anal play like over the weekend or whatever you know Thursday night or Friday night probably don't load up on a giant steak yeah you know or something
0: a, that's going to take some time to digest right, and work or,
1: out or big a big heavy meal mm-hmm. you know eat light you know you don't necessarily have to be like you know, leaves and, tr- and twigs or like... That'll make you shade even more. Just some some sort of light, something leading up to it. If you're just conscious about this might happen or you're aware that this might happen over the weekend, you can kind of pregame. Yeah. And you won't have to necessarily, you know, worry about the, the douching aspect.
0: And again, that's only if it's a concern for you. I mean, maybe right. you have a scat right. fetish or, I mean, right. no judgment here. Right. These are and just if... Because that seems to be like he mentioned that. That seems to be like the top concern when it comes to anal plate in general, specifically, not specific, I mean, for us specifically, pegging uh, is, you know, the poop aspect of it. And people really get in their own head about it. What if it's messy? What right. if it's stinky? Right. Like these are common concerns. So that, that's the
1: major first roadblock, right? Yeah. That's the major first one. And, and you know, what we've said and what, what he explained or what they explained or whatever, you know, we hope that that's information to help you either decide to make that, you know, keep that roadblock. And like, mm-hmm. I don't want to go any further than that. And that's fine too. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Or now that you have some information, maybe you can make your way across that roadblock mm-hmm. in an, in a smart way.
0: Mm-hmm. Here are some things that he offered as suggestions for anal play if you're just starting. Because of course, the first thing that comes up is there are people out there that are like, ooh, I could take a two liter Coke bottle. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. <laughs> So, interestingly, the skin at the top and the bottom of your rectum is quite sensitive. The Mm -hmm. sides are a little bit more stretchy, a little bit stronger.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, He said, understand your anatomy. Now, Mm -hmm. everybody's anatomy is different. Everybody's asshole is different. Everybody's everything is different. I mean, there's obviously similarities, but each human being is unique. So, understand your anatomy. And there's two restrictive points when it comes to anal play. The skin... And the ability to relax, the
1: the skin and the muscle.
0: Yeah, the skin and the muscle. Yes, right. That's what my note says. But I, but both need to relax.
1: Right. And he said that sometimes one will and the other won't. Right. And sometimes the other will and the one won't. Yep. So he, these are just things to keep in mind.
0: Mm-hmm. And he he said also that it is uh, uh it's a really it's a lot of mental. Like some yes. people, like you, can train your brain. Or you can train yourself or you can learn mm-hmm. to relax your anus. Mm-hmm. And just really, you know, I mean, for me, it's alcohol because we always say, just get me drunk <laughs> shower. and, drunk and sh- throw me in the shower. <laughs> the warm water, you know, relaxes my butthole, I suppose. And I'm so drunk that everything mm. inside is already well, relaxed because I'm and a really,
1: noodle. really, like, the stuff that shouldn't necessarily happen during that time anyways, to be well, honest. I mean,
0: okay, so I've had butt sex probably three times in my life. And two of those three times were in the shower while I was drunk. So right. You know, and not with the right people. Yeah. So, okay, we're going to. Oh, I sense a TED talk coming.
1: Get ready. No, I just want to say that, <laughs> that, you know, if you're going into this and you're nervous, probably don't get shit face drunk. Right. Oh, because yeah.
0: I am not promoting drinking no, alcohol at because
1: all. you will have far less control of what's going on. You'll be far less aware of what's going on. And that could be a complete. shit Shit show show. (laughs) literally yeah right so if you need a couple drinks to take the edge off like almost with anything Mm -hmm. right just you know we we don't we won't condemn you for that like we do it sometimes like what the fuck do you care what we think of you anyway (laughs) right
0: (laughs) I mean, do what works best for you it's not about us right
1: you know but we we cannot recommend to get overly intoxicated before you do something like this, because you want to be self-aware and you want to have control over yourself and and be mindful of yourself. So off my soapbox now. Welcome back. Just kidding. I That is a great just, point. Just trying to keep you, the listener safe. That's, that's all.
0: So a lot of lube is recommended slowly and gradually working your way up. Like, four to five weeks of slowly working your way up in toy size. Um oh yes oh, in
1: size. Yes.
0: One to two weeks of just the small toy and then you can gradually work your yes. way up. Yes. Yes. And he also said this was interesting. Water based lube is best for toys. Mm-hmm. Silicone lube is the best choice for actual anal penetration. Right with human, with right. a real penis. Right. Um the silicone toys Obvious, or the water based for toys is obviously because I think a majority of anal toys are silicone mm-hmm. or yes, and mm-hmm. you can't use a silicone lube or some silicone lubes you can't use with silicone toys because they right. break them down
1: right, right,
0: so they he said water based is probably the best for toys, mm-hmm. and silicone is the best, and I assume that has everything to do with like the water douche does the water.
1: Right. So that kind of, you know, that kind of speaks to earlier with the douche part, you know, and and the water, you know, man, this is so complicated sometimes, right? Because you just want to do the right thing and keep yourself safe and all that. And so you're using a water-based lube, but wait a minute, just a couple sentences ago, you said water is bad, Mm -hmm. right? So how do you, how do you wrap your head around all that, you Mm -hmm. know? like gosh we can't say it enough you do your own research mm-hmm. right like really if this is an in uh, an area of interest to you as a listener as as a couple my gosh experiment for sure mm-hmm. right you're both on board you both want to move forward with it yes you experiment start small but do some reading do some listening mm-hmm learn from other people who have done this and, yeah. and have figured out how to do it safely or mm-hmm. to avoid all the pitfalls mm-hmm. you know and i'm not talking like listen to us i'm talking you know of course please listen to us but i'm talking to about people that know more about this specific topic mm-hmm. than we do
0: this one went a little long <laughs> so funny Look for the second half of this talk on Friday, a little bonus episode, something we haven't done in a while. Thank you so much for listening. Be a good human being. Stay safe. Stay healthy. I love you all. Have a fantastic weekend. Thank you so much for listening today. I genuinely appreciate your time. If you happen to have any questions, all of my contact information is in the show notes of this and every episode don't hesitate to reach out. Also in the show notes, there is a link to my Patreon where your support is incredibly appreciated. Patrons have access to advanced and extra content from this and other podcasts that we produce FLR consulting via messages and video and input on the production of each podcast. There is also a link to my OnlyFans page. My fans on that platform have access to almost daily posts of photos and videos of me and me torturing my subby. full and sample erotic audios, and other posts. OnlyFans is now the safe place where you can order custom erotic audios, videos, and photos. Mention that you heard it on this podcast for a 10% discount. Most importantly though, if you have the option to rate and review my podcast on the platform you listen to it on, please do good ratings and reviews help boost my podcast in the charts so that more and more people are able to hear what I have to say about the lifestyle until next week
1: be good to yourself and each other